This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back inside the Electric Factory, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Having some fun as we always do on a Victory Monday. You know where to get at us. On what type of Monday? Victory! 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 Having some fun. I mean, we have fun every time, every show, honestly, but especially when the Steelers go to Cleveland, ruin the Super Bowl. I mean, it, Halloween for the Browns. It, it just hit different. That will, that's what I heard before. That was. Can I just tell you the funniest thing? Listen, Motsi, you know me, all right? I'm a little bit of an antagonist. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? You know, a little it, bit of a provocateur. A, a little bit. That's the nice way to put it. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I, I like to, you know, I don't know. Kids these days call it trolling. I don't know if it's really trolling what I do, but, you know, sometimes I like to is stick the knife in a little bit, maybe. Is the, is the I best just like way, to turn it a little bit. Is the best way to put it. Man, I had some, you know, I guys had some Cleveland fans that were that were coming after me on the Twitter.com yesterday. The best was, so this Browns fan had the audacity, and I don't reply to these people, all right? I just laugh, and I just keep it moving. I don't reply to these people, but one I almost moving. We keep it moving. One of them I almost did, because it was so funny. The irony was so thick, I could have cut it with a butter knife. This dude goes, oh, wow, look at Steelers fans celebrating a win against the Browns like it's the Super Bowl. (laughs) Without a speck of a... Like, I had to look at his profile to make sure he wasn't a troll, to make sure he wasn't being sarcastic. Is that not the pot calling the kettle black? Was your entire fan base not posting pictures of Ben Roethlisberger crying on the bench for the last eight months? Like, people have that wild card game framed as if that was a Super Bowl trophy. What are we talking about here, man? Well, it was super wild card. I mean, to weekend. an extent, it was pretty super. I just yeah. listen. Yeah, I, you guys know me. I love the banter. All right, I was I was taking shots at Pitt on Twitter on Saturday. All right, ah, so much for that college football playoff spot. By the <laughs> you way, <are> sick. <laughs> ah, you know, Motsi, if they would have had an on-campus stadium, they would have won that game. Oh, that, 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 they need an on-campus <laughs> stadium. I've been trying to tell wow. you guys. That's how you feel. <laughs> It's all in good Love fun. It. You went it's to the on-campus stadium? It's, it's, all, wow. it's all banter. It's sports. It's supposed to be fun. Wow. This isn't politics, all right? People's lives are not on the lines at the ballot box. with The deci- The economy is not on the line when the Steelers and the Browns play. Well, maybe Cleveland's economy because nobody else is going there for any reason other than to watch their football team. This is true. Oh, baby, I'm feeling it today. He is on when I like this. It's all fun and games. It's all just a bit of banter, all right? Like Arthur Motes and Dave Chappelle always say, I don't care if they drag me on Twitter because Twitter ain't a real place. It's not. <laughs> you can I, complain Motes, all you want. This Browns fan having the audacity. The audacity. The unmitigated goal. I can't believe To it. say, Steelers fans celebrating a win against the Browns like it's the Super Bowl. Without a hint of irony. Mm-mm-mm. I almost had to reply to that guy. But did you, though? Well, I have a microphone, and he doesn't, so I guess Oh, big flex. I see. I guess I kind of did. But Arthur Motes, that's enough about me. (laughs) This is supposed to be your segment. All right, before we get back to some of your tweets, class, it's time to take out your notebooks. It's time to go into the classroom with Professor Motes on a Monday. The good, the bad, and the ugly from yesterday. I got a feeling it's going to be some good vibes in this one. But let's see. Let's go into the classroom with Professor Motes. Oh, 
right, class, it is officially in session, and I am extremely happy because, as my favorite student, Mr. Wesley Euler with the good hair said, it is a victory Monday. So, with that being the case, you know, I had to come back from the grave from COVID, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet for you today, all right? We still got five of these things, okay? We still got five, but I'm here for you, all right? I'm going to be very cognizant of your time. But the first point that we're going to talk about is a quote from the great scholar, a WU alum, a West Virginia true mountaineer to his heart. I mean, the biggest West Virginia mountaineer fan that I have ever come across. Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly in the Pittsburgh. I Especially mean, in the media market as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not like one of those other you know, radio hosts you know, in this town who went to you know. WVU, but fanboys huh. over... Okay, let's not... Oh, let's not okay, I, I, okay. I took my on-campus stadium shots. I'm, yeah, I'm going to you, see you. Come to on, get, you know I can't help myself. I'm an instigator. Every once in a while, I like to instigate. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like the 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 pre-made the fire starter yes, logs that you yes. get with your like I don't take much little match and I'm he don't need no lighter fluid he's ready to go I just had to throw I had to do it. I'm sorry I had to do it. I had to do it shots fired but anywho the wise philosopher once said they don't ask how big fella they ask how many so once again ugly went absolutely horrendous probably looked like my haircut but who cares because they got the job done and it's impressive when you factor it with this young group. Because this is a group, especially the offensive line, they've had some adversity a lot at times. We talk about the skill position guys, right? They've had adversity. They lost their leader in terms of Juju. How do you respond to that? Talk about this defense, right? We know who TJ Watt and Cam Hayward are, but what about the other guys? Could they step up? Could they raise their play? Especially when it was a division opponent. Especially coming after the bye week where you see teams typically struggle because of you know, you guys is checking out because sure, of the bye week. Sure. But to me, to see them respond like that and be able to win in the face of adversity, in the face of losing their kicker in the second quarter, and still rally versus a good team. I mean, as much as we like to poo-poo the Browns and we get on them, they still are a good, well-coached team. We just executed better down the stretch. That was the difference. But as a whole, to see this team get that ugly win like that, they don't ask how. They just simply ask how many. So keep racking them up, and that's four if you count three in a row, big dog. Let's ride. Oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, sorry. He almost slept OBJ with a right. Did you see? Did you see OBJ have to dodge it? And I was like, yeah, is it personal? Ain't no pass for slander. I did kind of like that. <laughs> as long as he went home with the L, I did like it, though. I was like, all right, but you got to get a sack. If you're going to walk in this stadium with that, you got to win. You got to get a sack. But anywho, time for point number two. And this is simple, baby. Najee Harris. Not Najee, not Najo, not Najee. Put some respect it's, on it's that man. Najee, Najee Harris, Najee, okay? It's Najee. Say it the right way. Respect that man's name, all right? It's that simple. But he continues to impress. I mean, the one thing that I like is this, right? When you watch him, especially in some of those gotta-have-it critical short yard situations, what's the one thing this man is always doing at the contact? He never falls backwards. He's never <laughs> falling sideways. That man always falls He's always forward. moving forward. <laughs> and being around Coach Tom, and that was one of the things that he always would highlight 
in terms of the elite running backs. When you talked about L. Bell, when you talked about Jerome Betts, when you talked about any like elite top tier guy, he says this is how you can define a guy as a top tier guy. Are they always falling forward? Are they falling forward 90% of the time? Because, number one, it wears on the defense. But, number two, how much hidden yardage do you find that way? How many times did we did the commentators highlight Najee getting hit behind line scrimmage or getting hit short of the yard to gain marker, but then finding a way to fall forward for an additional two yards? Uh, he, um, it, it's unbelievable. It was like crazy. It's, it's what the Steelers have lacked in that regard. Mm-hmm. A guy who could take a play that looks like a two-yard loss and somehow manage to get three or four yards find, out. Find a way. And those yards matter. 100%. Those yards matter. Not second just on third seven down. versus mm-hmm. second and 11 is a it's, huge it's difference. Night day. Yeah. It's night and day. It keeps your offense on track. And Najee not just was doing that in the running game, but you saw him in the passing game. You also saw the leaping ability. Even when it was predetermined versus when it wasn't predetermined. But either way, it was electric. And to me, man, I just think that this kid is continuing to grow. He's continuing to improve, which is a good sign, especially when you're talking about young players who have had success. Great. Because sometimes young players, once they have success, they'll kind of take their foot off the pedal. They'll ease into it. They say, well, hey, man, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I can just keep doing what I'm doing. But to see Najee respond the way that he responded coming out of the bye, to me, man, that just continues to scream loudly about the character of him. And I like that right there. So let's keep that thing going, Mr. Uh, Najee Harris. It. I love it, Professor. All right, the third thing. Can we give can we give a shout-out to the old cowboy, the old gunslinger himself, Woo! Seven? Hey, look, we know he's not the Seven of old. I get that. But this version of Big Ben continues to show that it is more than good enough to get the job done. The limited approach, right, 30, 35 attempts max. What was his attempt yesterday? 34. Clean game, no turnovers, right? Made the throws that he needed to make. And that's all you're asking for seven at this stage. He doesn't have to come out here and sling that ball 40-plus times and be perfect on every single throw. No, we know that's not real. But the way that Matt Canada and him have been able to find this common ground of utilizing tight ends, utilizing that short to intermediate passing attack, taking the timely shots when you need to, but making sure that Ben is in a position where when you're asking him to do play action, it's a style that makes it feasible for him. It makes him comfortable. To me, man, I just love to see that right there. And once again, it just showed who is the daddy of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you know, it, it, it just showed that, hey, even on his down here, even even in the end of this thing, and I'm mad this play got called back, but he could still get it done with his legs as well. Shout, shout out to the scramble, the two-point conversion. I was a little, I was like, man, that, that would have been dope if it would have counted. It would have been dope. You know, in the uh, in the before times, mm-hmm. when the Boston Red Sox were still actually a lovable loser, mm-hmm. what's that ch- that Yankees fan? Oh, Who's oh, your daddy? Oh, oh, you know, this is how it goes. Who's right? your daddy? I, 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 w- I was waiting on Ben to, 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 to. I'm waiting on his commercial to come out now. You know, where, where, where Baker's like, "Hey, man, trick or treat." Uh, no, no, no. Hey, hey, son, I got this. That, that's what I need. I, I, I want Baker. You know I want Baker. It was Emily, Emily's wife. Right? I want Baker and Emily to be there. Oh. Man, the, the Mayfields have just showed up, and Ben's like, no, 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 no. This is my house. I changed the locks. You, 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 curfew. C- come in at this time. That's how they need to have that commercial going forward, man. Here's what I got for Ben, all right? And, you know, Ben, if you need a marketing guy, I can be had. Mm-hmm. Here's what the commercial needs to be. Uh, like, Sealy or Stearns & Foster, one of these big mm-hmm. mattress companies. Ah, there we go. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, big yeah. mattress company yeah. needs to do it at Pittsburgh. If you own a mattress company in Pittsburgh, I'm giving you this for free Seriously, right now, right? all right? Get a king-size bed. Mm-hmm. You have Ben Roethlisberger lay down on it. You flash that 25-2-1 record. Mm-mm-mm. And it says, a king bed uh. for the king of Ohio. Wow. I love it. 
That's that's what and, we need and right he there. He needs to have brown slippers on. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah. Them nasty brown yeah. and orange slippers. Little, little, on. little brown slippers on his feet. Like yeah, he's, he runs. He's the king out here, man. Mm-hmm. Daddy's home. Two rings on his finger. Daddy's home. So it was beautiful well, to too. see that though. Beautiful to see. Because remember, they ain't never seen a Super Bowl mm-hmm. never. in Ohio. Never. Never. But we got two more points because, like I said, man, I did uh, I did almost pass away, so I'm back in the flesh, and I got to make sure that I don't take too much energy, all right? So, fourth <laughs> thing we got to talk about is, do we got a, a new tight end one? I'm just asking because uh, said tight end, Woo! said tight end who's auditioning for tight end one, holy cow. I mean, now this is multiple weeks now, the kid, ever since seven said he needed to get Pat Fry move more involved, you look at the numbers, man. Targets them went up, catches them went up, yards them went up, touchdowns. I mean, this kid, this is what it looked like. Tra- we 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 saw this all training camp. How many times would we say, man, that dude could do that to whoever they want to do it to? We just got throwing the ball. Now we're actually seeing them utilize him. Now they're actually saying, hey, you know, we're gonna make him a focal point. We're gonna find a way to get him the ball, and in different ways as well. You see him make a guy miss, get a first down. You see him with the amazing catch, the go ahead touchdown. I mean, like when I see those things, I'm just like, yo, this kid is showing once again that he is a legitimate playmaker and he is worth the price of admission in terms of why you're taking him in the second round because he is a legit clutch performer. And I think that we're not even seeing I don't think this is even the surface that we've scratched yet. I think that they're, they're still war- like they're still warming up to it's still like you could you could utilize him a lot more. Totally agree. A lot more. Totally. But man, it's been beautiful seeing his development. You know what? It is it's funny. At the beginning of the season when you and I were talking expectations for Pat Fryer moving I think we said right around Halloween, you know, that that's what you see a lot of time. You know, that that's the time we saw Juju when it started yeah. to click for him, his rookie mm-hmm. season. You know, around week eight is when you want it to look like things are slowing down, like they know what they're being asked to do, like they're making plays out there. Yep. Like they're playing and not thinking about it, right? Absolutely. Like they're just out there reacting instead of thinking. And boy, did that look like Fryermuth yesterday. He is starting to settle in nicely, and, and yeah, only going to get better from here for sure. And that's like the confidence. Like I said, he's playing with so much confidence right now. Man. That, to me, stands out the most. That's just beautiful to see because that's going to be needed from him. We talk about the new version of Ben. The new version of Ben works because you're hitting those type of throws. Those are throws that Ben can make consistently. When you're asking him to stretch the field 30-plus yards and, and do that, that's what he'll struggle. But right now, when you're talking about playing through Pat, Pat wins. Pat creates separation, but Pat can also combat catch at a high level. Got to keep doing that. But Pat is, is showing you that, hey, you I'm saw that in the end zone, baby. Because we've said at times, right, hey, man, we talked about Ebron. Oh, should we expand Ebron's role? Well, it's hard to expand it when you deal with the drop issues. So it's kind of like that catch-22. But for Pat, right. Pat is showing that, hey, I am worth it. If you want to value me more, you want to utilize me more, I will reward you with big-time plays. That's He's done that all season. Yes, he has, man. So that's beautiful to see, man. I just hope he continues it and we continue to implement him in this offense. I love it, Professor. I am on the same page with you on that one. And if you're ready for this last point. Always. final point. Always. A player, five. A players playing like A players. This is right? number five, right? Yeah, but we don't. You know, you don't do all that because this is class. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. I was just going to ask. Yeah. I know that this is – um. This is uh, mm-hmm. this is football X's and O's yes. class. Uh-huh. I know you're not a, a math teacher. This is true. But this is the fifth point. Correct. Do you know what five minus five is? Oh, what does that mean? It's zero. Oh, okay. That's the same number of Super uh, Bowls as they have in the uh, state of Ohio. Hey, 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 hey. I like it. And that's the same amount of times you've ever rooted for a pit team. 
in any way, shape, or form. Buddy, you ain't lying. So like I said, you don't un- see me out here oh. twerking for okay. a rival. Whew. In fact, I'll go the Whew. opposite way. I'll be Whew. the heel. Whew. All so, these Syracuse grads, all these oh, Maryland grads. Get it off your chest. Even some Penn State and WVU grads. Get it off, no JMU grads, though, out right? Out here twerking for Pitt football and get, Kenny Pickett. Get it off your chest. Disgusting. They ain't beat no undefeated top ten Turn in team. your degrees. They, they, they didn't beat a rank opponent this weekend, huh? You don't choose your college football team. Your college <laughs> football team chooses you. It's that simple, man. You got to be born into this thing, bred into it, baby. Jabronis. Come on now. Jabronis. Shots fired. I had to do it again. I'm sorry. I, could, I couldn't help You know myself. what? While we're at it... <laughs> Sir Yacht stinks. All right. Gab Goody stinks. MGK is a dork. Hey, let's go. Drew Carey is the second best carry at, 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 on a good day because hey, he hey, ain't hey. Jim Carey. Just, just be easy about it because I don't know how far you're going to go with this Ohio slander. But you know there's only one person I care about from the state of Ohio. I was going to say, there's a reason now. It makes sense to me more clearly every okay. year of my life okay. why LeBron James okay. grew up okay. rooting okay. for we're the good. Cowboys we're good. We're good. and left that city twice. Okay, we're good. We're good. I, I know how he was going I know how he was going to play LeBron into this. I'm glad we could, you know, join in one accord with that. So yes, I'm with you. That's why he bounced. That's why he in LA now. Yeah. No, no wonder LeBron no wonder. grew up cheering for a team from Dallas and left twice. That, and that's why I turned more money down to come here the first time around. Because I said I don't want to go to no stinking Cleveland. Get him out of here. But anywho. MGK. Now, you know I ain't going to talk about Kid Cudi because that's my man. Now, that's different. Now, that's different. That's yeah, different. I ain't going to talk that's about different. Bone Thugs. That's, come that's, on. That's, oh, that's, that's different. That's, that's different. That's different. But they ain't even the best thugs out. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho. Fifth and final point. A players playing like A players, and you know exactly the two guys on defense that I got to refer to first by the name oh, of T.J. Watt yes. and Cameron Hayward. Oh. oh, my goodness. Now, bruh, run game, pass game, you name it, the physicality, Whew. the disruptiveness, Whew. the big-time playmaking ability, the splash, living up to the advertising. Also, can we talk about winning the head-to-head matchup, T.J. Watt versus Miles Garrett? You saw the numbers Get at the end of it. Don't act like that oh, wasn't boy, going on. Miles wore killer boots, Come man. on now. Come on now. It was just beautiful to see because those two guys, we said, man, they had to be the reason, right? We said Cam had to elevate his play even more so, and he's been playing at an all-pro level. But we had to elevate his play even more so because we said, hey, our inside linebackers, they're struggling a little bit. And that held true in the game. But the difference was how disruptive he was, how much movement he was getting up front. And then we saw with TJ chasing plays down from the backside and just being absolute just a, a menace, yeah. <laughs> a, a menace out there, man. It was just a beautiful thing to see, man. It was. And then if I'm going to shout out the A players playing like A players, mm-hmm. I'll also shout out our Bs and C players. You know why? Because when we talk about Dan Moore. Because Cs get degrees. Because what do we say about Dan Moore? We said, man, look, you're not going to dominate this matchup, and I don't expect you to have a clean build where Miles doesn't have an impact. You just can't get dominated. You can't get dominated. You can't look like you are liking it. You need to make Miles have to work for every single thing. And what did Dan Moore do, man? He did that. Even though Miles had his impact, Dan Moore, he was making sure that he did everything he could to keep my man seven up right. Chooks as well, man. I thought as a whole, the old line, man, and that's why I said B's or C's, depending on how y'all want to read those guys individually. I get it. But they all played at extremely high level according to what they are capable of. And to me, I still think they can get better. They still got pre-snap penalties they can get rid of. They still got some, you know, in-play penalties they can get rid of. But 100%. as a whole... I thought that their effort was really good, which was something that came up into question earlier in the season. I thought their fight was really good. And just as a whole, I thought that they operated like a cohesive unit. Now, like I said, it wasn't perfect. 
And we know that Matt Canada in the offense, you know, as a whole, the play calling, it helped him out. Getting rid of the ball faster, on schedule, on time. But, man, I got to shout them out as well. 100%. 100%. So now with that being said, man, I'm tired of talking. All right. So y'all can get out my class. Thanks, right Professor. Now. Professor, I tell you what. I mean, we always, we always enjoy coming to the classroom, but today get, was get, get out the class. Today was extra fun because we won. There's this guy. There's this guy. He says his name's Johnny Drama. He's been in yeah, the yeah, back yeah, trying, trying to yeah. get in the whole time. He uh-huh. just has one thing to say. Tell him. Victory. That <laughs> <laughs> was great stuff, out. Professor. We'll see you again on Friday. Sound about right, man. So get out before I get your homework. And there is <laughs> Professor Moses' class. Let's go. That's how we do it, man. I love it. Okay. Now, I know we are outside of the classroom here, but, I, you know, you just touched on something there. I don't even know if this is a hot take right now. Mm-hmm. Cam Hayward should be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. Well, we all want him to, but you know why he won't be talked about? Because in Pittsburgh, we're trying to put TJ Watt in that category. I, that's, and, and I, and, I, I and, want to be careful with this yep. because TJ has been TJ's been great this year too. Like he he certainly deserves his props. But we as hard as we campaigned for TJ to mm-hmm. win defensive player of the year last year, mm-hmm. man, we need that same energy with Cam Hayward right now. Mm-hmm. He 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 has to be in the top three or four of that conversation. He has to be. I feel like he should be as well, but that's honestly if but, I'm filling out a ballot that's the right, now, right now, it's gonna be him or Trayvon Diggs at one and two. If but, I'm filling out a ballot right now. We, I'm with you, but you know that's the issue. Because everybody is still well, it should have been TJ last year, it should have been TJ before that. So they feel like it's obligated that we when we talk I, I, depot, I, I, it has to be TJ. There's a rhyme and reason but there. We're, You're but we're both right. on the same page. We've been saying this and people that have watched it have been saying, Man, like, dude, Cam is out of control this season. Consistently, Unreal. without his Robin next to him, and, and, and it's not the disappearing because we said sometimes with TJ was like, "Hey man, we know he's gonna have a moment where it's just gonna take." We talked about the Seahawks game. It was like, man, it wasn't his best game for four quarters, but he went absolutely berserk at the end in the overtime. But Cam still from start to finish was balling out. Cam still from start to finish was having these plays, but that to me is always gonna be why Cam is gonna be undercut. In this, you know, movement for him to get it, because we got a guy on the team that we felt have should have won it beforehand, and he's still playing at a high level as well. Don't get it twisted. We're not poo pooing yeah, TJ. That's what in I mean. Way, I'm not trying to poo poo TJ. In. Right. TJ's playing at an All Pro level. Absolutely. Cam Hayward is playing at a Defensive Player of the Year level. Yes. To me, and I think that's 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 the difference right now. Uh, again, if I was filling out a ballot. Even even if I'm taking my black and gold glasses off, he is at worst second on my defensive yeah. player of the year ballot right now. Dude, he's he's going crazy. This he year, has man. been unreal. I, I love Cam Hayward, man. I do. Like he is my favorite Pittsburgh Steeler right now, and I don't think. And there's a lot of those guys that I like, but I, he's my favorite, and I don't think it's particularly close. Mm. I love this dude. I'm a captain, and he is playing at just an insane level. An insane level. He's a fine wine. He's a nice Cabernet. You know, just aging. And getting much, much better. Motsi, we uh, had a little, you know, um, discussion, you and I, uh, about the trade deadline. We mentioned Mm -hmm. Vaughn Miller, if you missed it. He's on his way to Los Angeles. Vaughn Miller to the Rams as the Rams uh, load up on defense and, uh, and try and make another run this year with Matthew Stafford at the helm. Randy tweets us and says he's got a splash for the Steelers to try and make before the deadline. He says, how about perhaps going after Fletcher Cox from the Eagles? 
Man, in theory, I would love that, but I don't know if that works from a dollar standpoint. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the dollars. I just I'm thinking pull about it the up. fit because he's definitely a four three guy. He is a four three guy, and even though his body shape is going to be similar to Cam and things like that, they are still it's different in terms. He's of what played you're in a completely them. different yeah. defense his entire career. Like Cam, Cam is taught to be more of a heavier bull rush type guy because of the three four scheme, and then when he shifts to the four three, it just kind of carries over there. But Cam also bumps inside, whereas a guy like Fletcher. It's just a little bit different in terms That's of a great his point, style. He, he's more penetrating, getting up the field. He's not too gapping. He's not keeping linebackers clean. It's just a different ask. It's a different ask. And for a guy at his stage in his career, is he open? to that as well because that's the other part of it not just can he do it is he willing to do it because the numbers as we talked about statistically you're going to take a hit playing the style of uh playing in the style of defense that can plays in versus playing in a 4-3 where you're able to just get off the ball and go yeah this is different in terms of what you're asked to do responsibility wise maybe the guy from the eagles that you would want to bring in would be bringing back javon hargrave Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I definitely get it. One more year left on uh, on Fletcher Cox's deal. Not a crazy cap number, but I, I'm with you too. I think if you were going to try and make a splash of that level, like mm-hmm. because while he is heading into the last year of his contract, while he will be 32 years old here in the off season, Fletcher Cox is still not. The Eagles aren't going to give him up for free. No, he, I mean he's a he's, he's still a very cost. good football player. Um, I think if you were going to try and make a splash that would cost what it would take to get a guy like that, it would make mm. sense to get someone who is a more natural fit. Yeah. yeah. That's my thought process. Yeah. No, I think that uh, is well said, and I'm on the same page as you. Let's maybe uh, take one more tweet here uh, before we uh, go to break. Uh, Paul tweets and says, any other kicker in the NFL have the gonads to stand in there like Boswell did? <laughs> you want – I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like my kickers with big gonads. You know why? Because the last kicker I had with big gonads, it cost him an ACL. Sean Sweesham. <laughs> yeah, think about that Hall of Fame game. You know, we kept saying, why are you trying to make a tackle in a preseason game? The Hall of Fame preseason game. But because he had the gonads of, man, I go out there and play like, yo, I'm an athlete like, yo, no, you're not. You're a kicker. Kick the ball. Boss, I, I can throw the ball. I'm a quarterback. No, you're not, boss. Just j- j- shut up and kick. <laughs> shut up. Don't talk. I bring you doing this with the sprinkles on it because you know that's my dog. I, you know I love you. I got love, man. It's my, my baby right there. But stop it, all right? Stop it. <laughs> oh, see, I think I, I lit the match on that one from Motsi. Saying, man, nobody let Pat McAfee hear that clip right there about just how kickers so, aren't man. athletes. All right, don't K- let McAfee kick- hear that. Kickers one. aren't athletes, man. <laughs> kickers aren't people unless they're hitting fifty plus, and that's why we respect Boz now. I told you, uh, Boz wasn't respect when you sitting forty nine. Oh, it's a game with a forty nine. Okay, walk home. We don't care about that. <laughs> Now, oh, now you hit fit? Okay, now we can talk. All right, we cool. Now, we, now, now, now you matter. Now, now you can get a travel sweatsuit, okay? But you're still sitting in the back of the plane. <laughs> the funniest joke I saw yesterday, Modes, was uh, was someone – because, you know, we, we all do this. We all do the yeah. whole, like, oh, if that was Tom Brady, he would have gotten the call thing, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody tweeted, if that was Justin Tucker, he would have gotten the flag. Yo. <laughs> That was good. That was good. That was really good. See, I like that one. folks, like that's, that one. that's what sports banter is like all one. about right there. We're going to take our last break. You know what that means. All your tweets on the table on the other side. At Wesley Euler at the body 52. Duh. If you want to join in on the conversation, I've got a question for Moats about this offense, and we will get to your reactions. That's where we'll go when we wrap up the show and we return. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.